everyone. Welcome back. This is another episode of the Government Coins Podcast. This is episode 12 of season three. And this is crazy. Like who would have thought that we would have been in it this long? So I'm super excited about this and to see the response from the community. Absolutely amazing. But today we have a really special treat. We have a lot of businesses wondering about some of the services and how to do business with SBA or what type of programs are available. So we went to go and get the regional administrator of Region 4 at the SBA, Mr. Alan Thomas. So we're super excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Alan. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the uh, the invite. I'm, I feel honored. Um, it's an honor for me to be here with you, Sakia. Thank you so much. And I'm excited about all the knowledge that you're bringing to so many people. And um, we all know this. Uh, we shouldn't be intimidated by uh, by opportunity. We, it should it should pull us, to draw us to to want to learn more. So that's why it's so important what you're doing. And and uh, it's really great to be with you here today to talk about SBA and and uh, what I think is some of the best kept secrets in this country. See, that's what we want. The secrets, Alan. That's what that's why we came here. So I'm excited about that. But before we get into that, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Because you have an extensive background, you know. I'm I'm not gonna say anything, but can you tell us a little bit? Well, uh, I hear you, but now you know I'm just like 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 many. I, I care about my community and whether it was my the block I grew up on or the country area that I was born and raised and and um, I've always um, been tried to be pretty engaged. And um, I'm a native of Eastern North Carolina. Um, was um, very fortunate to uh, to have some opportunities. And uh, I went to undergraduate in business and graduate school in, in business, uh, graduate school at UNC Chapel Hill and uh, some leadership education at the, the Harvard, uh, the John F. Kennedy School of Leadership. And for a North Carolina boy, that's that, that's quite a, you know, quite a culture shock. But uh, that was, you know, just a wonderful time. But um, I'm an entrepreneur by nature. Um, I've always started and, and launched and, and failed and succeeded and all the things that we do in private business. Um, I have a good blend of background in private business experience as well as public service. And uh, I was uh, the three-term mayor of the city of Greenville in North Carolina. And uh, we experienced you know, some significant growth um, uh, post uh, uh, the housing bubble, if you remember that, when President Obama came on board, I, I came in as president. As uh, When he came in as president, I came in as mayor. He and I both inherited similar situations. <laughs> and, um, and, and we rebounded with resiliency as the nation did. And uh, I was blessed to serve three terms as mayor. And I was appointed uh, by Governor Roy Cooper here in North Carolina to run the North Carolina Global Transport, which is an, um, uh, an international uh, logistics hub. Uh, the second longest runway in the entire east half of the United States, a big, massive facility. And um, and um, and then I had this wonderful opportunity. I was working specifically towards the end with a big aerospace company, aviation company that was growing by leaps and bounds on the site. And uh, COVID hit <laughs> and everybody looked at me and said, uh, what is this PPP? What, what is all this stuff? What do we meet? We know you've served in government roles before and so I got a crash course in how to deal with banking and finance. And uh, mm-hmm. I knew about SBA before because I, I started a company, um, uh, co-founded a company called IQ Max, okay. a healthcare um, uh, securitization software company. We started back in the, I guess, 98 or 99. And one of the first things I did was find out 
or the SB and North Carolina is called the SBTDC, but in most states it's called the SBDC, Small Business Development Centers. Mm -hmm. And it's a great free resource. You can just Google it up or look it up. They will write your business plan for you. They'll tell you how to talk to a bank. They'll get you all your resources together. So I knew that SBA was, was, was closely aligned with SBDCs and uh, reached out to the contacts that I have for my private business experience. And um, man, so, so I, I ended up, we had 480 employees and uh, we were able to get our PPP lending in place and never had to lay anyone off. We were so blessed. And now that company has over 800 employees working with them. But it was really my reintroduction back to SBA and, and quite, quite frankly, the reason why uh, I put my name in the hat for this. And the regional administrators with SBA are unique. It's that we are plucked from the business community and private enterprise. We are not career uh, federal employees or state employees or, and with those backgrounds. We have wonderful subject matter experts that have worked with the feds for many, many years. We're brought in to create that connection mm. between the entrepreneur, between the private business person and what SBA offers and learns and translate, get beyond the fed speak, get beyond the acronyms, right? There's so many acronyms and also get, get beyond the intimidation about all these programs, you know, what, what, what's for me? And I often joke with them that we need a Siri for SBA where you can just go, hey, Siri, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a 30-year-old woman who wants to start a business, you know, and this is what I want to do. Which program, right? But, but anyway, yeah, I mean, that's a little bit about my background, serial entrepreneur, bought and sold multiple companies, um, have served in office. And um, I'm in this role because I'm passionate about helping small business, rural business, and, um, and, and the area that I, I'm a product of my community. Uh, an area that did not have a lot of the advantages of some of the major cities. And I grew up in a very mixed community and I'm proud of that. And I want everybody for, for this country to succeed our best and brightest all need to have a seat at the table. So um, that's why I'm here. Why I'm excited to be here and, um, and have this opportunity. Uh, my offices are in Atlanta, Georgia, and I cover from Kentucky uh, down through Tennessee, the Carolinas, all the way west, all the way to Alabama, Mississippi, to the Mississippi River, all the way through, through Florida. So I've got all of that as the, the southeast uh, United States is, is my territory. And I have some great peers that cover other parts of the country. And we all talk every day um, uh, about SBA programs and meeting with lenders and small business folks and, and try to help people make their dreams come true. That's what we do. And we're excited and excited to help do that. So you said two awesome things during that introduction. And I really want to kind of piggyback off of both of them really quickly. But that first one is in, in your story, you mentioned that as a business owner, you started companies, you failed companies, and you succeeded at some. I feel like Amen. as entrepreneurs, we don't talk about that side of the business uh, enough. So love to hear that, you know, you've done all three. So let's throw that out there. And then that second part was, where is the suggestion box for the Siri for SBA? Because I will <laughs> comment. <laughs> I know. I, I, sorry, I laugh, but I love that. But um, what is really awesome about um, Isabel Guzman, who is our administrator, and SBA is a cabinet level position. We're not, the, we're not the biggest. I tell people we're not the biggest agency, but we pack a big punch. Um, any entity that oversees close to a trillion dollars in PPP money and idle funding and all that, um, that that's a pretty big deal. Uh, so SBA was the gatekeeper for all that. Uh, so yeah, don't, trust me, it's, it's in the suggestion box, the serial for S, the Siri for SBA and, and, and things along those lines. But 
you know, SBA, as you know, we talk about it as I was kidding before about being one of the best kept secrets. It was, um, it, it's an agency that, um, you know, you don't come straight to SBA for traditional lending, but we're the ones that do all the, with, with the full faith and force of the federal government, we're the entity that allows banks to have the confidence to be able to provide lending uh, to entrepreneurs, to startup companies, to those that want to acquire and expand and uh, in areas of, of focus, you know, women in business, veterans in business, minorities in business, rural areas, a lot of the different areas that traditionally have been underserved, um, not letting our country get our best foot forward. So what SBA really does is we provide uh, certain programming and, and uh, financial backing that otherwise uh, enables banks to, to, uh, to take the risk to lend to entrepreneurs and to lend to uh, businesses in these groups that we're talking about. And, and um, I'm you know, very proud of that. And we continue to, to work to sharpen that every day to make it even more accessible on every level. For some of these programs, because I definitely want to dive into them a little bit uh, to talk about what you can use the funding for, because I know there are some stipulations around those. Uh, so would you mind telling us a little bit about some of the programs, um, mostly because a lot of our, our viewers are smaller businesses who are just getting right. started. Many of them want to get into the government contracting space as oh, well. Yeah. Uh, so having the capital to do that is very important for them. So I just want to talk a little bit about some of those programs. That's a great, great, great start. And um, I like to begin with the end in mind. And the end in mind is we want you to have success. And we all know that um, being an entrepreneur or starting up a business, it is hard work. Um, you know, everybody looks glamorous on the other side when they're able to point back and say, well, five years ago, I was in my basement, you know, an extra room. And look at me now, you know, I'm, I'm a millionaire. And um, a whole lot of steps happen between there, a whole lot of failure. Um, you can only grow when you stretch yourself and, and, um, and, and learn. And sometimes those lessons are hard and it takes a lot of hours. But the first lesson you've got to understand, uh, which I like to tell people, it doesn't matter what you're doing, um, is financial readiness. Are you ready to take on this business? Do you know how to set it up? Um, you know, are, do you have a bank? Do you have banking relationships? Do you know anybody in banking? Uh, do you have a business plan? You know? Do you have the, the structure to be able to go and, and get financing, to be able to pitch what you do um, and have the proper elements all around that? So the very first thing, before we even talk about government contract, before we talk about traditional lending, is financial readiness. And that's where SBA, I think, does its best job because you can come straight to SBA. And now you can go to sba.gov and look up any of these. You can go to sba.gov slash Georgia slash Alabama slash California. So basically, you go to sba.gov, look up your state. Look up the, the, uh, uh, our offices and our individuals there. And you also can look up our resource partners, which I mentioned the SBDCs before, Small Business Development Centers. And we have other things called the SCORE chapters, which is S-C-O-R-E. And those are retired business executives that will show you, give you all their knowledge. I mean, we, we have the Women's and Business Centers. Again, you can Google all this stuff up. I didn't have Google back in 98. I'll tell you, I wish I did. But, uh, but there's so many resources uh, you know, the veterans, uh, they call it the VVOC, the veterans, you know, small business operations that you can go to and that have physical locations. Talk to a human being, have, tell them your dream, tell them what you want to do and have them ask you the tough questions, you know, help you get your business structure together, help you have the proper elements to be able to go to a bank and do the things you need to do. So that's step one, bar none, every time get, get that piece in order, we'll help you for free, get all that in order and in and, and, and position. 
And then we offer all kinds of training um, around uh, specific sectors of business. If you're interested in maybe you want to manufacture something or maybe you just have a product that you want to create and find out how to plug into logistics chains, um, we do all that. Um, cybersecurity is a big issue for small business, obviously, with how interconnected we are you know, globally at this point. So all these things are in place. So, so before we start about talking about lending, we start about that. So, all right, now I'll get into lending now because <laughs> that's the part we really want, access to capital, right? So we have several lending products, as I mentioned, that you will go to your local bank and talk to them about these products, but you can learn about it first through these SBA partners that I mentioned to you. And they can, so find out what you need. Do you need to buy an office? Do you, maybe you don't, maybe you can run out of your home. Do you need to have working capital? Um, you know, do you need certain equipment and operations? Do you need to be able to have cash flow to be able to buy products and to be able to push, you know, resources through logistics chain? So we have the, the 504, lending plan, please look that up. And we also have the 7A uh, lending program, look that up as well. And those will tell you the individual uh, items for which you can use the funding. And some of this can be up to several million dollars. It just depends on your business plan, your operations. And quite frankly, if you're like me, when we first started, we didn't need the debt you know, of $2 million. Um, and although the terms are good, you know, 30 years and low interest, especially in these days and times when interest is rising and SBA really falls on the low end of that, obviously, uh, we're to help you to succeed. We also um, have CDCs and other groups that do micro lending. So look up micro lending with SBA. And we have entities that can loan you uh, potentially as little as a couple of thousand dollars, anywhere up to $50,000, which very little uh, requirement or, you know, on you collateral and things of that nature. Um, so we're here to put you in a position to be able to succeed and, um, and SBA backs, uh, when the banks lend and we back when the, when this, this CDFR and when the CDCs, when they fund as well, we back this, uh, to be able to get you the resources to get up and running and get started. And also beyond that, um, you've probably heard about the $1.2 trillion, uh, bipartisan infrastructure bill, which passed a couple of years ago, which is the biggest infusion of cash for infrastructure in this nation's history since FDR and World War II. It's massive. And it's going to be going on for years and years. So you have not missed it. Uh, the key to that is government contracting. What do you know about federal and state and local government contracting? And uh, again, best kept secret. If, if you don't know about it, you call us up and we give you the key to that secret. We're going we're to train you. We're going to bring you up to speed. Not just that. Um, we all know you go to school and you learn in books, but that's not how the real world works, right? So we'll connect you again, as I mentioned, with these SCORE uh, retired executives, uh, also with existing government contract uh, private businesses that will many times will um, uh, mentor you and help you get you up to speed on how to deal with the systems, you know, around government contracting, which has its own language and, and so many elements. And sometimes people will be a prime contractor and they're looking for subcontractors to work with them. That, then that's normally your way in the door. And we also have a really awesome program called the 8A program, which is phenomenal with government contracting. And uh, I hate just to go on and on and on, but I, I want to, I get excited when we start talking about this. The 8A That's program is- Alan, we're here to keep going on and on and on. I got you, I got you. So the, the 8A is really cool. It's a program that if you are a minority or if you're a woman in business or a veteran, there's uh, several elements. If you fit any of these criteria, it is a nine year program 
that you would have access to sole source contracting, government contracting. If you enter our, and if you qualify uh, and go through the qualification process, and we say nine-year program that will give you a leg up and an advantage. And again, as I mentioned many times, sole source contracting opportunities to get going in government contracting. It's an amazing program. And it was specifically designed when it was very clear, especially the African-American community were getting left behind, um, you know, a couple of several decades ago. And we still haven't caught up um, to allow to the creation of what we call generational wealth, uh, where you may come in and you may be the first graduate of college or high school or whatever, but um, there are countless stories I can I can tick off in uh, you know Atlanta and North Carolina and Missouri and Michigan and wherever of families that didn't come from a whole lot. They just had good work, good work ethic and and were diligent, and now they're multimillionaires strictly from this program, from the 8A programs. We're very excited about that, and the federal government is required. Uh, to provide 23% of all government contracting to small business owners. And also, um, you know, we're trying, again, to make sure when we say small business also within that, that 11% uh, was the goal last year of minority and those that the un underserved market uh, as a part of that larger number too, right? So we're trying to explode. We like to double that number. And President Biden and Vice President Harris have been very candid about that. Um, measure us, you know. If you can't be measured, you can't make progress. Now, we've had previous administrations have talked a good game, but we believe in, in measurables. And we believe in uh, from, you know, 2020 to 21, 22, 23, hey, what's your report card? You know, are, are you getting more people involved, you know, in, in other areas? And, and uh, that's our big push and what we're trying to do to be able to, as I mentioned, we're only going to succeed as a nation if all of our best and brightest are at the table with the opportunities to succeed. And uh, that's what I do every day. I travel from Kentucky to Mississippi to Tennessee to Miami to wherever y'all want me, uh, any small town, you name it, um, um, to help uh, connect the dots with lenders, help create those relationships, um, connect the dots with our Women's and Business Center, connect the dots with our entrepreneurs, whether it's by email, by phone, by website, by presentation, by events like you and I get the chance to talk today in real language and just say, you got to reach out and you got to got to put yourself out there. That's all. That's all you. That's all you got to do. If you have a dream, and I don't care whether it's on one sheet of paper, or on the back of a napkin, or whatever it is, you bring it in and call somebody with SBA or SBDC, Small Business Development Center, near you, and we will turn that from a piece of paper into a business plan. And and if you're willing to do the work, um, we'll remove the barriers for you getting an opportunity to make your pitch. Um, and to go get capital and the things you need to do. And, um, and sometimes we, we deal with um, tragedy. Uh, I spent a lot of time earlier uh, this year, last year up in Kentucky when there was 25 tornadoes, which ravaged the Western part of that state. And uh, obviously I'm in Florida, you know, now Fort Myers and Sanibel, that whole Western side of Florida, another big part of SBA that doesn't get mentioned. You always hear about FEMA, you know, F FEMA shows up with a Band-Aid and they're the, they're, they're the first you know, there's the vanguard. They're, they're able to do food, water, shelter, safety, right? Right with them are the blue jackets of the SBA. We're the ones that stay for the long haul. We're the ones that'll be with you for the next year and the following years. We directly finance disaster recovery. So if your homes have been destroyed, if your businesses have been destroyed, uh, we'll sit with you and uh, call the IRS and get a copy, you know, your tax returns and help you pull together your information and 
uh, gets you uh, direct uh, what we call idle, you know, disaster loans um, that will allow you to be able to get back on your feet. Even if you think you have insurance, which many times we do, and then the fine print, we do not. Um, even if you're waiting months for the insurance uh, uh, to, to pay, we will pay in advance. We will pay within days or weeks. And then when, S, when, when the insurance comes through, they can take us out, you know, in that period. Our goal is to get you up and resilient and your community rebuild as quick as possible. And at any one time, we can have 15, 20, 25 disasters that are somewhere in their cycle, you know, across the Southeast or across the country that our Office of Disaster Assistance is engaged in. And uh, in my role, I'm very, very much involved in anything that happens, you know, across the Southeast and, and quite frankly, nationally as well. So, but yeah, <laughs> and see that I got rumbling on again. The big one about the economic injury uh, disaster loan programs. I think the first time that I learned about that was during COVID and oh, it yeah. was part of like the PPP loan situation. So I had no idea that SBA also had a hand in disaster recovery. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's huge. And, you know, you know, COVID was unprecedented. We have never seen something on, it's one thing when there's a hurricane in one localized area of the country, mm -hmm. right? Or if there's some other, whatever, whatever disaster, whatever happens, but imagine if, when every business across the entire country all of a sudden needs a helping hand, right. that, that was, that's a phenomenal lift, but I'm so proud of this. So many SBA employees, which is not a massive agency, which just, you know, 24 seven, um, and it's wonderful to talk to SBA, um, you know, to the, our, our lending people and our, our business operations people. And they measure their successes by particular families and business names and people that they just walk them through the process. And I get to hear it every week, you know, about I wouldn't be here. My business wouldn't be if it wasn't for SBA. Was it perfect? No. Did some people get left behind? Absolutely. It's just such a massive lift. You got 300, 310 million people live in this country. Um, you know, we're not that big. We, we continue to strive to do a good job with that. There's some people still challenged. Um, obviously, this country and well, actually the world is still in the COVID hangover. Mm -hmm. uh, it's funny how they tend to forget that, right? Yeah. Um, you don't just have a heart attack and just go out and run a marathon, do you? <laughs> uh, so um, I think North, I think this country uh, and North America in general is doing much better than many other parts of the world. But we're still struggling because we're so interconnected with what's built in China, you know, or in other continents. And, and I, know, I saw just yesterday, China had another lockdown in part of their country, you know, because they handled COVID differently than we handled it. And, uh, but, but SBA is so important with the idle loan process, but the term idle also stands for, you know, again, um, you know, fire, water, other disasters um, that we deal with that idle term is we provide direct funding uh, to you if, if you need it to get back on your feet and, um, and get you through to the other side. So we, we, we touch a lot of folks in a lot of different ways. Nice. And that was always another, or, or I guess confusion, a confusing topic is, does the SBA give money directly or do you always have to go through the banks uh, to get the funding? So I and, think it's a, and it's a yes and yes, right? I guess in some ways. <laughs> now, we, I was like, okay. <laughs> well, we do some things where we fund our community navigators um, who, what we did is last year, we did a really cool thing. We put millions into trusted um, uh, local entities uh, that already existed. Uh, you know, some of the SBDCs applied for this money. Uh, Sometimes the Urban League or different entities applied for these funds for them to serve as our voice, as our trusted voice, you know, on the ground level in communities to translate what SBA can do when we can loan directly and when we can 
uh, need need to point you towards facilitating you to the right financial institution, right? To be able to facilitate that. And um, but we're diligent about making sure, especially on the micro loan side, that um, that a woman is, is operating out of an extra bedroom trying to launch a business to make sure if they need five or ten thousand dollars or whatever it is that SBA finds a way for them to get that funding all the way up to, you know, to millions that we do through the banking. And, and we look for unique partners. And um, I was, as I mentioned, you know, been a mayor, you know, for a period of time. And one of the things that I, you always try to take your secrets, you know, into this role, the way you do things and how you've had success, things that we've, that's why they like to hire people like us that have been in business is, you know, put your own spin on it. So I never would have been elected mayor if it was not for the African-American fraternities and sororities in my community. If, and I, if I start mentioning Deltas and Omegas, I'm gonna get in trouble, but I'm just gonna say that the uh, D9 and, and the National Panhellenic Council presidents and others um, are a phenomenal force in this country. So when I came on board, a, a good friend of mine, Chris Ray, is the president of Phi Beta Sigma. And I started talking to him about the SBA mission and also about the D9 and about their mission, mission of public service and making a difference. And on the, you know, all the way down to the local 2.5 million members across the entire country. So um, long story short, I got with the administrator and our leadership and we were able to sign a national strategic memorandum back in June. And um, here soon on November 3rd, we're going to have our national launch where we're going to be partnering directly with our fraternity, our, our, our honorable fraternity and sorority members and our alumni from across the entire nation. And, and we're going we're gonna to bring them up to speed on our core SBA lending with government contracting, access to capital, you know, all the things that we talked about and provide and give them a straight line access to what we do and, and help them bring up communities in a very deliberate way. So I'm so excited that we have our soft launch uh, out of Miami, December, excuse me, November 3rd. And then we'll have our big national launch um, in Atlanta. Uh, which will be launching that um, mid-December. So it's very exciting times. And uh, if, you, if, if you're a member of, of a D9 fraternity or sorority, if you haven't heard about this, you will be hearing about it soon because it is a phenomenal opportunity, not only for the membership, but for friends, family, and everyone involved. No one's excluded, but they will be our vanguard nationally in this launch. So it's a very exciting uh, day uh, for SBA and for the D9. And that is huge, especially like you said, with the multiple chapters, there's no event that you can go to without running into someone from one of the D9. Absolutely. <laughs> so that that is that is huge. And I definitely see it's going to have a, a big impact. Um, everything that we wanted to cover the day today, we really went over. And I think the biggest part was more about what does the SBA do and what programs do you have available to provide some access to capital? Uh, another huge resource is the SBA's website. The SBA's oh, yeah. website has literally everything. <laughs> so uh, I've dropped so many links just from the SBA website, not from any outside blogs or anything. All the links are strictly from the SBA website yeah. directly to the information. So. That's great. And, and definitely and throughout this conversation, I appreciate you kind of adding that in as we've kind of gone along. But don't be intimidated. I think that's the key. You have to understand there is a face behind SBA. There's uh, so many faces and we're here to help you. Um, and we'll try to point you in the right direction locally. We don't want to point you off in somewhere else. We want to help you to, you know, trusted partners that are right there in your backyard. Most of our training and what we do is, is, is absolutely free. You've already paid for it. You pay your taxes. You know, this is your country. This is what we're here to do. 
we want to, we only succeed when you succeed. And that's what excites me about being the, you know, the administrator here for the Southeast U.S. is being able to look and, and seeing our numbers double, like in Georgia, what they did last year and, and, uh, you know, see states and see small communities, quite frankly, that uh, have struggled um, to just see, you know, planting these seeds of opportunity that people probably never thought could be there before. So um, I'm excited about it. And, um, and you'll hear from us again. I, I know we'll get a chance to circle back sometime soon and talk about what's, what's next from SBA, but really excited about what um, the end of this year and what 2023 and what 24 have in store for us. And look, guys, hey, starting a business, I've been there many times. Hey, nobody's saying it's easy. But if we're willing to do the work and, um, and to stretch ourselves and be willing to learn and make friends, and, um, there's nothing, nothing's holding you back. And that's what we're here to make sure of. Yeah, Alan, we will definitely be circling back. I'm uh, really excited to hear more about all of the different programs. And as you roll out any initiatives, uh, let us know and we can definitely put that information out too. So thank you for coming on the podcast. <laughs> I know we've um, been going back and forth about doing this, but I'm so excited and that we had a chance to get through it and share this information. You can see people in the comment section asking questions and saying they'll, they'll come back to listen to it later. Um, yeah, definitely <laughs> excited about this. Thank you, Alan. That's great. And, and you guys definitely drop as many questions as you have in the chat and we can get it channeled to us and try to connect the dots for you. But don't be scared to let your fingers do the walking. You go on SBA.gov and drill down a little bit in your individual states. Call somebody. And if you can't get to the right person because a lot of people are dialing in, that's OK or sending emails. Uh, do not give up. Uh, continue to, to reach out. And if we can help you and get you in the right direction, we'll we're here, here to do it for you. So um, thank you for the opportunity to talk about, you know, what's going on. I, and I'm excited for, um, you know, a lot of folks are going to have, you know, some new chapters in their lives post-COVID. A lot of people had a lot of thinking to do since 2020. So I'm excited about these many new chapters that are, that are ahead for so many folks. Yeah, definitely a lot of new businesses starting as well. I've seen so many new businesses. So you will, your team will have their hands full uh, shortly here. So. Hey, that's great. Bring it on. That's what we do. Thank you. All right. So everyone, thank you so much for tuning in again. This is an amazing episode. Uh, if you missed the beginning of it, make sure you go back and listen to it again. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share this video with five people who need to hear about these opportunities that are provided at the SBA. All right. Okay. So we'll see you all in the next episode. Peace.